did the Attorney General send the FBI to storm Mar-a-Lago, Trump's house in Florida, so that Trump would be in the news, and so the Democrats would vote more, and then the Democrats would win the midterm elections coming up. Just a theory. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I watched the first episode of She-Hulk, which is the new Marvel movie or TV show on Disney+. And it was kind of good. I mean, it was kind of bad, kind of good. I would say that if it sounds interesting to you, uh, yeah, check it out. It's a half hour long, which is nice. Like, in the old days, like, a half hour TV show was actually 22 minutes long because broadcast TV would have eight minutes of advertising. But I think this thing is actually 30 minutes. So that it was actually feeling a little long to me. But I was watching it with a anti-woke critical eye. And it was interesting. I would say, like, the first four minutes, it had a whole bunch of anti-men, I don't know, scenes. Like, each man that would be in a scene, you know, he was either an idiot, or he's slimy, or he's evil. I mean, well, yeah, that's not exactly right. A lot of times they're just dumb. It's just like, the women were awesome, and the men were terrible at whatever, whatever it was. Like, She-Hulk is a lawyer, and she's talking to her female legal assistant and then her lawyer, male lawyer, co-worker about what she's going to say for closing argument in some case. And the female assistant, who's not a lawyer, just has the absolutely perfect advice. And the male lawyer is just a total dumbass who says all, you know, whatever. The stuff he wants to say would obviously be wrong. And he's like, you know what, I think it would sound better coming from a man. I mean, it was kind of fun. They lay it on thick. They lay it on so thick. And so it was annoying me. But then I was like, I don't know, it was so thick that I started enjoying it. I was like, and you know what I did? I started imagining, like, what if they were doing the same thing, but they were doing it to women or black people? It'd be like if you made a TV show where, like, every comment is about women on the rag and how they're way too emotional. Or a show where, like, the black people are always eating fried chicken or something. So that's kind of what the show is. Not, not the whole time, but part of the time. It's like, uh, it's a show of just negative stereotypes about men. And, I, you know, after a while I just started enjoying that. And then there's a scene at a bar where, like, she, she I don't know if I said this, but She-Hulk, right? Sometimes she's as big as the Hulk, big, strong, green like the Hulk. And other times she's just a normal woman. And so there's a scene where she ends up at a bar, and then she's trying to get a ride to get away from the bar. And, like, some, you know, just, they lay it on thick. Just some, obviously, basically some men who want to rape her. These three men come up to her while she's waiting for a ride outside the bar, and they're like, you know, what are you doing? Hey, well, I'm waiting for my boyfriend. Uh, I don't see a boyfriend. Why don't you get with us? Blah, blah. And so, you know, the, the men were obviously evil. So it's these three evil men... But what was interesting was that it was two white men and a black man. And I think they all wanted to rape her. And I guess, you know, they should have they should have done like the, the quadfecta with like a, a white man, an Asian man, a Hispanic man, and a black man who all, all wanted to rape her. But basically it kind of shows like this show is so feminist that it's not woke, at least at least in that scene, about um, black people, black stuff. Like a lot of shows, you cannot show a black villain, basically. Black people cannot be villains because that reflects poor, you know, whatever. That might have real-world consequences of some sort. But if all you care about is women, then, you know, every kind of man is a target. So that was interesting. 
And then the thing I was kind of worried about, because I used to be a big She-Hulk fan, I read her comic books, John Byrne. I'm sure you never heard of John Byrne, but John Byrne used to be a fabulous writer and artist of comic books in the 80s. And he created a She-Hulk comic book when she wasn't that big of a star, but he created one, and anyway, that was a great comic. And I used to read it and collect it every month. But anyways, the special effects were pretty good. I don't think he's in the rest of the show, but in the first episode, there's a bunch of the Hulk. And like the Hulk, I think he looks great. I mean, for a TV show, he looks great. And I guess he's not in episodes 2, 3, and 4, even though, I mean, you can't watch those on Disney Plus yet, but it's too bad, because he, he was just, the Hulk, the Hulk, basically, they should have made a TV show called The Hulk. But then She-Hulk, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's, a, it's the same special effects team, um, she looks good, she looks good enough. She doesn't look as good as The Hulk, I think they kind of, uh, they didn't make her attractive enough. Her body is a little weird. It just It's distracting. You like look at her body and you're like, is that how a giant woman's body is shaped? I mean, the Hulk's body is kind of like, you know, what would be the, the best-looking male body to a woman and then exaggerate it even more? Whereas She-Hulk's body is not like, what would, what's the best-looking body to a man and exaggerate even more, you know, while still being muscular and strong? It just, yeah, whatever. You'll, you'll see it, possibly. If you watch it, you'll see it. You can decide if you think her body looks right or not. And her face, I don't know, when they talk, I, you know, it's, it's a little distracting. The special effects are a little distracting, but I think they're pretty good. And like I say, if it sounds like something you might be interested in, then I would, I would not hold back. I'm not like, that thing was terrible, don't even bother. And also, just have fun with it, you know? Just because they're bashing men sometimes, it's, it's fine. Men can take it, because in real life, they're not evil and stupid and incompetent. Democrats have come back in the generic ballot for the midterms coming up. And the generic ballot is a way at figuring out how people feel in general, you know, not like, do you happen to have a good politician or a bad politician on your side, but just in general, forget the politician, how do you feel? And I think my theory, the theory, was that this is mostly the abortion stuff, like, Republicans were winning, it was looking like the economy was going to have the Republicans do real good, you'd have a red wave. But, oh, the Supreme Court uh, overturned Roe versus Wade. Now people are rethinking, and I don't know, they're not saying it's a blue wave, but, you know, things will be more favorable to the Democrats. And maybe the mass shootings are figuring into that stuff, too. That's helpful to Democrats, although you don't hear much about mass shootings anymore. That kind of came and went. But abortion is still happening. Like, for instance, Michigan is trying to amend their constitution to make abortion legal, because apparently in 1931... Michigan made abortion illegal, and that law is still on the books. Although a judge recently said you can't implement that law yet. But the new theory that's going around that I heard and sounded good to me is that it's Trump. Trump is kind of back into the picture, and that's what's making Republicans do poorly. Or conversely, Democrats do well. Because a lot of, po a lot of times people don't vote for the politician that they like. They just vote against the party that they hate. And so I think the Democrats were making a comeback before the FBI stormed the Capitol. I mean, Trump's house in Florida recently. But I feel like Trump has been getting in the news maybe for the last few months, and then he's like constant news about the FBI stuff. So it's it's hard to it's hard to pick apart these things. Is it the abortion? Is it the Trump thing? Is it who knows what? Something else. So the NPR Politics podcast has a little 
clip I'd like to play. I mean, you know, the first five minutes of the podcast is the various pundits showing that they're good people because they know that half of America is inherently evil. But then they interviewed a Florida woman, and I think I'll play that here. So I met Christina Willett at her apartment complex in St. Petersburg. Um, you know, she says that the rent has gone up by more than $600 over the last couple of years, and that's putting a lot of financial pressure on her because she's a mom of four who makes $15 an hour as a certified nursing assistant. I'm working in the nursing field. I don't understand why we're making just as much as somebody at McDonald's and Wawa's and them type of places. We want the school for what we do, so I don't understand why we're making the same as them. You can't survive off minimum wage. You can't. There's no way. So for you, just so I understand, it sounds like home prices, like rent's gone up, food's gone up, gas prices have gone up. What would you say has been the biggest crunch? Rent. Rent prices are really, they're too high. And if you can't, it's like you can't do anything fun with the kids or anything with family because the only money you have is really for bills. That's it. I mean, it's ridiculous. You can't, really, you can't enjoy life right now. When do you feel like that crunch started? Really, since Biden's been in office. It's, that's who I picked, but it seems like that's when it started. So you said that's who you picked? That's who I picked. I don't blame him because I feel like Biden's just listening to other people in close to him in position. Um, I don't believe it's really Biden because I don't think Biden really even knows what's going on. I'm just being honest. (laughs) Would you vote for him again? No. No. So if it's Trump and Biden again, what would you do? I don't think I would vote, to be honest. I, because I wouldn't want to be, I, don't, I wouldn't vote for either one of them because I know that if I vote for Biden, it's going to be the same issues. But if I vote for Trump, who knows that he could fix it? You know what I mean? Did you vote for DeSantis? I did. Okay. I did. Even though he's Republican. So you yes. would vote Republican and Democrat. Yes, I'm... I feel like I vote by who I believe would be best in power. I don't go by Democrat or Republican. Yes, I should vote for Democrat because I'm poor myself. But but you like how DeSantis has been I governing here. I love the way he's taking care of things. He didn't want to shut down the nothing because he knows that shutting things down wasn't helping anything. There's so many... You mean during the pandemic? Yeah. There's so many businesses that crashed because of what's going on and things being closed if he would have kept it open like he wanted to but you know the government shut it down so he had no choice if DeSantis were to run for president would you vote for him I sure would I I sure would yeah I like his motto I like his style Um, I like pretty much I don't dislike anything that he's doing and you like that he kept the schools open, the businesses open during yep. the pandemic? Because my kids been to school since day one um, in the pandemic, as soon as they opened schools. My kids never had COVID. <laughs> so, so you heard one of her kids at the end there. But, you know, her point was that her kids never got COVID, she said, and that's despite the schools opening up in Florida earlier than in some other parts. So there's a YouTube channel called Actual Justice Warrior. And he's like an anti-woke 
talking head. Um, I would occasionally watch his videos, but now you can get his, you know, just whatever, the same video, but you can just get it as a podcast. And I'm not sure, but I think maybe maybe that'll make me like him more. It's like with a video on YouTube, you got to put your whole attention into it. So it better be good enough to have your whole attention. But with a podcast, you can do, you know, you do it while you're washing dishes or something. And then that, that really changes the dynamic. And so Sam Harris went on the Trigonometry podcast the other day. And he was kind of saying that it was okay that social media and the media, basically everyone, it's okay that everyone in power lied about the Hunter Biden laptop a week before the uh, election or whatever the time frame was, because otherwise Trump probably would have got elected. And basically, Sam Harris has Trump derangement syndrome. Like He thinks that Trump being president puts the world on the brink of total destruction. Exactly how, I'm not sure. I mean, if you believe that, then that might be... You know, that might be a time to rig an election, you know, not rig it the way that Trump says, but, you know, have everyone in power come together to lie to the American public. I mean, the election kind of was stolen in the fact that the mainstream media lied about Trump for four years. Basically, it was stolen, but it was stolen by different people. It was stolen by private citizens, rich and powerful private citizens, not by any government officials. I mean, sort of. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I think he got a raw deal. I mean, he's just a crazy person. I guess that's the difference. I think Trump is a crazy person, and that means he's not the worst, you know, he's no worse, he's way better than George W. Bush. He's just a crazy person. But Sam Harris thinks he's way worse than George W. Bush because he's a crazy person. Whatever, that's just opinion. Let me throw in a clip. This was a highly analogous situation. This was, we're going to open up this laptop from hell, and the news cycle for who knows how long is going to be just... just conceivably just a nuclear bomb of an October October surprise. And we're going to get four more years of Trump if we actually give this a fair hearing. Now, remember, Sam Harris said this totally wasn't about politics. This totally wasn't about partisanship. But right there, he said, if you open up and give this a fair hearing, you might get four years of Trump. Therefore, suppression is the right answer because suppression is always good if you have good intentions. Trust me, bro. Don't worry about it. I know I wrote about religious suppression, but eh, forget about those principles. Suppression is good in here because orange man bad. Just finally, I I do, again... It's like a coin toss for me, the Hunter Biden laptop thing, because I, I do understand how corrosive it is for an institution like the, the New York Times to show obvious bias and inconsistency and dishonesty in how they it's like they couldn't even frame it, honestly. Again, you just see him dancing around it. He says, oh, look, I have issues and look, there's problems with these outlets being seen as partisan, but I'm still on board for it. And now we're going to cut to the most controversial clip to the general public and then we're going to cut to the actually most controversial clip that people seem to be ignoring because hyperbole is bothering them but i'll explain it after you hear it it's not like (laughs) it's not like it's like the way i would frame it is uh listen i don't care what's in hunter biden's i mean hunter biden at that point hunter biden literally could have had had the corpses of children in his basement i would not have cared right it's like it's there's nothing first of all it's hunter biden right it's not it's like 
It's not Joe Biden. So for some ungodly reason, maybe because people are obsessed with children in this country and on the right wing due to what's going on in the education system and all the drag queens and whatever, whatever, people are harping on the fact that Sam Harris said, first of all, it's Hunter Biden. I don't care if he had the corpses of children in his basement because that's Hunter Biden. Now, obviously, this is hyperbole. Obviously, Hunter Biden being a serial killer would probably bother Sam Harris. He's not saying he's okay with child murder. And again, this is clearly an obvious an instance of hyperbole but this also holds true just because your son does something and he describes something that was unrelated doesn't mean that should castigate you in the public eye obviously we can understand that on an intellectual level even if the image of dead kids is something that bothers you on an emotional level can we separate from that and talk about the issue at hand because the issue at hand is actually the next statement which is what we should be focusing on. First of all, it's Hunter Biden, right? It's not. It's like it's not Joe Biden. But even if Joe, like even the, whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, like if you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right, or China, it is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in. It's like it's like it's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like there's just. It doesn't even it doesn't even stack up against Trump University, right? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in, in Hunter Biden's laptop, in my view, right? So this is actually, for those of you who are a bit slow, the most controversial thing that Sam Harris said, the most ridiculous thing that he said throughout the course of the podcast. Not the hyperbole about the dead kids, meaning to emphasize that those are Hunter Biden's actions. This part right here where he says, even if Joe Biden was getting kickbacks through Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine or with China, that pales in comparison to the corruption that we know about Trump. Just think about Trump University. And for those of you who are unaware of the Trump University story, let me give you the least generous reading to Donald Trump humanly possible. The idea is as follows. Trump set up this fake for-profit university. It was meant to scam people when Trump was a private citizen out of money into paying for this ridiculous training that allegedly was going to make them better businessmen, but in reality didn't prove to be worthwhile at all it was called university when it was not accredited whatever whatever it's essentially a for-profit college scam story that's the deal with trump university twitter handle at anti-woke and thanks for listening